0: Good morning, you're listening to Raise Your Game here on BFM 89.9, The Business Station, and I'm Lily Chai. So it's told in one of the articles in Forbes that the tenure of top leadership positions is getting shorter and shorter. And the repercussions of this instability not only affect the people in the firm, but also affect the clients directly hence why succession planning is critical to ensuring longevity of a company. So I'm here with Jeffrey Tan, who is the Design and Solutions Director at Leadernomics to talk to us about post-pandemic transformation of talent succession. Welcome to the show, Jeffrey.
1: Thank you, Lily. Good morning, everyone. I'm Jeffrey Tan, the Design Thinking and Solution Director of Leadernomics Services Malaysia LSM. So
0: tell me who you are and what you do in Leadernomics.
1: Okay. okay, so I'm um, in lead role uh, My roles are basically involved around product exploration, partnership development, work with um, industry experts on, uh, to enhance our existing offering and also solutioning for our clients uh, in the area of uh, assessment, learning simulation, coaching, team building, and also learning intervention. And of course, the end in mind of our services is to help our client to build a sustainable talent ecosystem that uh throughout their talent development journey. So of course in LSM we are a very firm believer of succession development to ensure continuous supplies of talent in Malaysia and hence we provide that service to our client to help them to achieve the bigger objective in the
0: organization. Hmm. Right. So um, today we're talking about post-pandemic transformation of talent succession. So there are a few keywords that I find really interesting, right? Post-pandemic and talent succession. Let's talk about, you know, what talent succession is first. So I guess talent succession is also known as succession planning. Right. So essentially, the pro- it's a process of looking for candidates who can continue the uh, incumbent's legacy, right? So especially for people and founders who s- have spent a long time building their own empire, right? And, and their own business. So t- can you tell us in depth what succession planning is?
1: Okay, um, talent succession planning is nothing new, even before pandemic. Um, and based on Google... It is a vital component of our organization to make sure that they have the ability to fill up important roles of their company in the future or during the trouble, very troublesome time, for example, COVID, or many people talk about great resignation nowadays. So in other words, it is a future-focused practice of identifying and developing a pool of people, or we call them a top talent, to make sure that the organization continue to function at its best at every time and even to expand their business so uh, that is the basic definition of what is uh, succession planning.
0: Hmm. So um, succession planning, right? Are there any misconceptions that people have when it comes to that?
1: Yeah, um, in the past, before the pandemic, succession planning was often seen as one of those uh, very important and also, but it can be quite non-urgent activity performed at a very high level. High level means top management. People rarely talk about it. On the ground, and it was commonly associated to two misperceptions. The first one is something we heard quite frequent at the workplace. Succession planning is a replacement plan, okay. or someone is going to lose his or her job very soon. So, uh, whenever management start to talk about succession planning, it kind of like give a cue to the rest in the company that someone is not happy with someone's performance. he or she is going to get fired. And the second misperception is it is a cloning process to duplicate a desired group of individuals just like a photocopy machine. And management is looking for someone similar to continue their legacy after they are left. So it is all about who they favoured the most. So these are the common two misperceptions that we heard quite frequent at the workplace.
0: So do you think that nurturing, uh, developing like a pool of talent, like how how important is that and how can companies do that? Is training enough?
1: Um, succession planning development is not just a training. So uh, it starts off with um, identifying a successor to an objective and also a very systematic approach. And we all know training takes time. It's not just about training the people, then they can take on the role and immediately succeed in that role. So we still need to build the experience of that person and to even to identify the kind of like individual development plan for them to proceed in the organization for the coming two to three years. So succession planning is not a typical development plan so it has to be crafted out uh, and it will take a few years to be uh, someone into that position. So that is the main difference of our uh, usual talent development versus the succession development.
0: Mm. So um, you said it takes a few years, right? So how early yeah. should leaders plan their succession then?
1: Uh, in the past, before the pandemic, we all talked about five to six years. <laughs> but now I think thanks to COVID, everything has accelerated even the expectations. So, Many companies already start looking at it, especially one to two years in the road. So the answer is one to two years to get people ready. Mm -hmm. As the succession development journey has to be something very concrete and very accelerated to bring people up to the next level.
0: Mm. Okay, so. Again, like the key word here I, I see is post-pandemic transformation. So you told us that, you know, the pandemic has accelerated the speed as to how early succession planning should take place. Now, tell us what has changed in terms of succession planning when it came to post-pandemic, right, as compared to pre-pandemic.
1: Mm, this is nothing new. Um, there's not much changes uh, in terms of the process of talent succession before or after COVID. It is the mindset That has changed. So, and we all witnessed how business operation got disrupted. Just a few months we got hit with the pandemic, and workforce shortage, skill requirements changed to virtual, the awareness of mental health at workplace, and also the ask for work-life integration. So um, many, many of our clients have started conversation with us to discuss and even start to invest at a lower level, because in the past, companies tend to focus more on the succession planning for top management, mm. executive leadership role. Nowadays, people start to look into the lower levels as well. Mm. And it is it has become even more challenging post-COVID today for a few reasons. Based on what I've read online from some of the articles and researchers, the first factor is actually the job-changing trend. Mm. So an estimated of 85% of the job that will exist in 2030 haven't even been invented yet at this moment. And 2030 is not very far away. Mm. It's actually less than 10 years from now. So I think we can all agree that the pace of change is already so rapid, this will cover, but there are no signs of um, this slowing down. In fact, the pace will continue to accelerate, especially with digitalization. The mm. uh, IR 5.0 or industry Revolution 5.0 although we have just started in 4.0 and people even start talking about ESG-driven role. Mm. Whatever we are doing at the moment would have evolved at that point in time. Right. So and uh, of course, um, there's also few other reasons. The second is um, the new generation or post-COVID, post-pandemic generation, or we also we call them the new workforce, are increasingly turning to the you know yolo lifestyle, you only live once lifestyle, which is all about creating stable job to start near their own businesses Mm. or expand side hustles or even pursue their dreams. Seems like dreams are more important to this group of people. So if you notice, freelancing has become a career trend Mm. and it is so easy for them to access different services at any time, anywhere, turning their interest into an income-making machine. Means employment lifetime has become shorter, right. as there's a need for succession planning even more after the pandemic. Mm. And my last point add on to that is uh, a lot of people hunkered down in 2020 and didn't want the uncertainty that comes with new job in the coming few years that was already so unpredictable during COVID and much of the turnover that might naturally have occurred last few years didn't, creating a potential backlog of workers who are now ready for go So what has changed post-pandemic? In a summary, it forced many organisations to revisit their previous projection about how resilient they would be in a crisis like this, including their succession plans. And people are already looking in and out at any time. And it's always better to prepare than we get, right? So one of the key leadership qualities that we heard a lot during this period of time is flexibility or adaptability. And this is one of the quote that I heard recently. The organizations who are most adaptable with their people plan during this time will find the most success as COVID has shown us how fragile the plan of people can mm. be. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. I do want to talk to you about how To plan your succession but it's time for us to head into some messages but don't go anywhere I'm here with Jeffrey Tan who is the design and solutions director at LeaderNomics to talk about post pandemic transformation of talent succession. Keep it here to BFM 89.9
1: Firmly Motivated BFM 89.9
0: Welcome back. You're listening to Raise Game here on BFM 89.9, The Business Station, and I'm Lily Chai. I'm here with Jeffrey Tan, who is the Design and Solutions Director at Leader Nomage, to talk to us about post-pandemic transformation of talent succession. Now, before the break, we talk about the importance and how the mindset has shifted when it came to uh, post-pandemic, uh, when how people plan their succession. Uh, I do not want to talk about, you know, when it comes to succession planning, you mentioned the great resignation, a few buzzwords right there and then uh, ESJ as well. Do they have anything to do with succession planning at all?
1: Um, okay. Grid resonation, ESG, diversity and inclusion. These are all the buzzwords mm. we heard a lot during, during the pandemic. And if you yeah. realize it started even during the pandemic or now after the pandemic, I won't call it after at this moment, but post pandemic. And there are many articles about these trends available online. So I'm not going in detail, but succession planning definitely is related and plays an important role in this thing. For example, the grid resonation. And um, based on research, employees are vacating the workforce at very alarming rates. There are several factors for this, of course, um, retirement, stress, burnout, and even better offers from than other companies, right? So adding to this, the lack of skill, talent is making it even harder to find top-tier employees to replace those that are living and the question is, is your company prepared for this? So uh, this great resignation has forced leadership at a higher level change as well. Hmm. The table has the Company must take steps to ensure that they have top talent on their team at any time because people leave us at any time due to great resignation. And we all know about it. So we need to make people happy not just that making them happy, we also need to provide them a proper crafted development journey to help them envision how their career will look like in the next one to two years. And based on the global research last year, January, we saw nearly 4.3 million people leaving their current job with another 4.4 million in February 2022. So this is like one year back. So... um, Is this the right time to start looking at succession plan before it happened? My answer is yes. Great resignation. It happens now. And that kind of like give us a sign to look into succession planning and start development planning. And as we mentioned earlier, it will take time to build a pool of successors. And why not restart now?
0: Mm. I guess the essential part is not just about training them to become and nurture them to become the next leader, but to make them stay as well, right? To stay in the company, to continue the quote-unquote legacy or continue to lead the company, right? Uh, Then when it comes to, you know, coming up with succession strategies, what are the common concerns that leaders usually will have?
1: Okay, um based on my project experiences, the common challenges that the companies usually face when implementing section planning, the first is sometimes it, it takes too long to identify anyone to develop these successors hmm. so the identified successors do not stay or decide to leave as they can be for another one to two years to move into a new role women we, we talk about the YOLO lifestyle earlier right yeah. so i believe the successors they have the same. some of them they might think the same as well they want to start their own business they are good successor means they are they are kind of like uh, i can identify talent top performer in the company, right? So everyone tends to look into their own career path and they wanted to do something for their own. So it can be due to the lack of clarity on the outputs sometimes from the the company. They do not know what to expect and can find it difficult to envision and being assured with what is coming once they embark the succession journey with the company. So uh, that's the first setback. It takes too long to identify. And the second can be Two resources consuming. Hmm. Um, That's the fact, is succession planning can be a costly investment. This is something I will be very honest with you. It depends on the company size and appetite. And many companies choose to focus only on one level, which is the top management Hmm. due to limited resources. But soon, they realize there are many unidentified stars in the other levels. For example, the middle level, the senior level, and even at the junior level, which could potentially climb up the corporate ladders in three to five years' time. And now they lack the opportunity to do so because they have used up all their resources for one level. They put everything in all the eggs in one basket, so it can be very resource-consuming. And of course, the third is um, the environment can is too dynamic, and this is something that we are all experiencing now: the pandemic. The successors identified may no longer fit into the future because of the role requirement and the development plan was crafted based on the environment before the pandemic. It was crafted before this, so whatever happened during the pandemic, whatever changed during the pandemic might not be relevant anymore mm. to the previous plan. Mm. And sometimes it can be too complicated because the succession planning output, it will take two, two to five years times, right? What happened at that point, no one knows. And the output can be too technical to interpret and it probably loses buying from the line. And sometimes the session planning process can be overly complicated to understand and it really involves everyone in the organization, <laughs> not just the successor. It's actually mm-hmm. everyone, including top management and their reporting manager. Imagine you are already very busy with your day-to-day job uh, lately. In addition to that, you need to work on learning assignment. Yeah. You need to spend extra hours to attend trainings. You need to go through a sharp tank assessment. And the stress is definitely not a joke mm. so uh yeah this can be very really stressful and of course the final one is it can be too biased on um, the process how do we select successor and how do we nominate based on favoritism and especially if there's no clear criteria and sometimes it takes by that few key individual in the company and i won't name who usually that few key individuals mm-hmm. uh, so the question is are we looking for someone we like or someone who suits that role so maybe uh, these are some of the common concerns. Mm. Yeah.
0: I feel like there are a lot of, <laughs> there are so many things behind succession planning, right? So is the trade-off worthwhile?
1: I think um, definitely worthwhile. We, As we all know, the stress, stress definitely stress of stress or pressure mm. forms diamonds, right? So, uh, the stress for that two to three years in crafting succession planning is definitely not easy. Not just for the successor, also for the direct managers, and even for a HR practitioner as well. But I think, um, imagine this like, hiring hiring externally is even much more expensive, much more effort involved in terms of bringing in a new replacement to the job. I would okay. Let me rephrase this. It is not a replacement. We bring in a new talent to take up to help the company move to to move to a new direction so it is even more effort in terms of resource consuming to take on external and i'm not saying that um, we should not hire but uh, we should always focus on developing internal and give people the opportunity uh, to climb up the corporate ladder that will always be the first priority and it definitely worthwhile to build someone to success
0: Hmm. all right final question so <clears throat> what are the key things that uh, leaders and incumbents should consider when it comes to succession planning, in your opinion?
1: Uh, in my opinion, uh, first thing, uh, to craft a good succession strategy for the successors and also for the management, first, we need to limit subjectivity in decision-making by taking a very fact-based approach. In other words, A very scientific proven assessment approach to help us identify the right successor. Mm -hmm. So, um, succession planning requires an approach based on based on intuition and more on data and logic. So, use talent assessment to make informed decision and uh, make participant selection objective with very clear criteria and do not complicate things. Refrain from very complicated type of assessment or uh, with multiple facets. You may think that this will add to the quality. On the contrary, sometimes too many complexities can prove to be very challenging for Hmm. the successors. And remember that the planning process is a tool that emphasizes on development. Hence, keep it simple. And the second, be inclusive in your approach, especially in the HR practitioner and also the management. Involve stakeholders in, in the whole design and implementation and be as transparent as possible. And as we all know, to this worker, design a place where there is strong commitment to equality, fairness and inclusiveness. And um, an inclusive succession planning strategy also relies on prioritizing inclusion in each talent management program. And um, we all know development plans and ideas are not promises but most of the time they are communicated in such a way that frustrates the successor hence they give up. So let's be realistic with the expectation and, and the outcome. We should always give a proper roadmap to the participant or the successor and their managers to help them envision their future in the company. So don't tempt them with development plans that are unrealistic. Mm. And uh, of course, um, do consider mental health practice as part of the development because succession development journey as a mentioned, can be very stressful and we do want to take care of the mental needs too, especially um, succession development journey usually will take like, more than one year. Mm. High pressure brings someone, but it makes them too with the right requirement and sufficient care. Mm. Yeah,
0: I uh, actually have a question. Uh, I'm, you know, will it create a... Disparity, or like a group of people who are, you know, they they are the potential candidates who who will take o- over some leadership roles, right? They that will create a, a another pool of people who are filtered out, right? Who are not going to be part of the plan for employees like that, right? You will create two groups of people. One. They can leave, they, they are dispensable kind of feeling, right? They are not, they feel not appreciated in terms of their work and performance. And then there's a, a they will feel like, you know, these people who are uh, created to be like the candidates of the leaders, right? They are they are the better ones. How do you uh, even out like this disparity if, you know, for, for HR managers in the companies and leaders as well?
1: Yeah, I think that's a very good question. Uh of course, um succession development plan is not uh it is it is a very unique development journey for the selected group of people, but uh definitely based on what you mentioned earlier, there will be some people got filtered up throughout the process. I w- I will avoid using the word filter out, probably a different group of people who will need a different kind of development journey mm. which shall uh, fit into the pace and so that means at that moment so that's why um, our talent development journey should not be something it should be transparent enough and uh, while we give that uh, opportunity to a group of high performers the, those the low performers or non non-selected uh, partner and employees they should be given opportunity to be developed to carry out their job even better mm. so the focus is really two different the usual one, uh, the non-selected one, will be focusing more on developing, development to help them carry out their job at the existing role even better. Mm. Whereas for successor is to help them to accelerate to the next level. So the development is definitely very different. Mm. Yeah.
0: On that note, is yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is a very good point. Uh, so on that note, thank you very much for spending time with me today, Jeffrey.
1: Thank you, really.
0: I've been speaking to Jeffrey Tan, who is the Design and Solutions Director at Leadernomics to talk about post-pandemic transformation of talent succession. If you miss any part of this show, of course, you can go ahead on our website at bfm.my or the BFM app that is available on the Apple App Store and Google Play to listen to the full conversation. I'm Lily Chai and this has been Raise Your Game here on BFM 89.9.